welcome to the BU Be Different podcast. I'm Sophie Devote, and today we're talking about one of the projects that we've had going at British Fencing for a while. It's about fencing uniting London youth, and I'm joined by my colleague Ian. Ian, it's brilliant that you could be on the podcast. Yeah, really looking forward to it, Sophie. Uh, can't can't wait to podcast (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit nerve-wracking isn't it when you're first like recording your voice but we've definitely had some fun Ian tell me about London Youth because I know that it's one of the projects that you have been um, involved with deeply and give us a little bit of an idea of of what it's all about and and how it's changing uh, the world of fencing in the UK yeah I think it's a it's a really special project that we get involved in Um, and it's a way for British fencing to really open up what we do and take our, our you know our sport to new communities new environments new areas um to people who may never otherwise get the chance to experience it and just let them have fun with it let them enjoy it but also you know let them take away some some really important pieces that hopefully is going to make a big difference to them so we had this opportunity to go and actually talk to John Jones from London Youth and also meet some of the coaches with Cray Wanderers. Um, tell the listeners a little bit about um, Cray Wanderers and how this has all happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really special sometimes when you get the opportunity to go down and actually see these things in action. We spend a lot of time in the office planning and making all the organisations and putting things into place, but... I love getting the chance to go down to places like the Cray Wonders Community Scheme, um, see what they have to do. Um, I get the chance to meet John Jones quite a lot, so that's always fun. But it's always nice to hear those real stories about you know what people's experiences are with fencing, um, what it means to them, and how how it's affecting the people that they work with. So yeah, down at when we were down at Duke Community Centre. It was a, a really good chance to catch up with those coaches, have a nice little chat with John as well. We're a network of 450 uh, plus community youth organisations. We're a charity and uh, we've been around for 130 years, so we're really embedded in sort of local communities right across the capital. Um, we work with uh, those youth organisations, so quality assured uh, members, um, to support young people to grow up healthy, um, to navigate a fulfilling career, uh, and to sort of be make a positive contribution in their local communities. My name is Reggie Oliver. I am the business marketing manager here. My job is to talk to the schools that we work with. I'm also a sports coach as well, a football coach, and also a short tennis coach. Yeah, my name's Peter Huckstep. Um, I'm one of the sports coaches here at Cray Wonders as well, uh, working for Ty and Reg. Qualified in different sports, fencing, football, tennis and cricket as well. So boxing as well I've done. So yeah, I, I cover a few, bit of, yeah, good variety of sports, shall we say. I'm Jason Evans. I uh, started as an apprentice in November and over the time I've uh, developed a fencing qualification and uh, working towards other courses. And uh, so, yeah, I'm one of the main uh, fencing coaches here. My name's Tyrone Sterling, um, operations director here. So I'm in charge of sort of recruitment, finding coaches qualified in all different sports. Um, so the partnership with uh, British Fencing has been quite key um, to get our coaches qualified in, in fencing. Yeah, so they're a really good bunch of coaches who really know their stuff. But I think one of the really interesting points that we spoke to them about is why fencing? Why using this sport as as a thing that they are a bunch of football coaches want to take out to their community for me it is about um 
an introduction to new new stuff to these young people. They're not all going to be football players. They're not all going to be cricket players or basketball. And it's giving them another dimension, something different for them to try. It's a, a complete different audience than it is than what we've we're used to attracting in our in our schools. It's just something different, you know. I mean, to, I grew up with mainly football coaching. That's sort of my main domain. Um, but you know, coming on this and. You know, it's, it's not just football. You've got a variety of different sports and fencing being one of them. It's a, it's a nice little change-up. For the um, courses, or should I say, the um, coaching sessions that we've done, whether it be at Red Hill or some of the other schools, it's been that first experience for them, whereas like, we'd walk into school and deliver the sessions, and most of the kids, students or kids had no idea about fencing at all, like no clue whatsoever, and they were just keen and eager for it. Really, it was something they, you know, for me, it was something they seen on TV on the Olympics or you know any sort of events like that on TV, and to actually go, it looks like something you you're not able to do on TV, and then to be able to have it in your school when it's in front of you now, they're just like wow, you know, it's a real shock factor for them to be able to you know recognize it on TV and have it in front of you now. I think that it's been really. Um, quite key actually quite you know they've quite, really enjoyed it a lot of the schools i can see that the the kids are very engaged because it's something new um and like you said even though that the terminology that they're using it's a sport that i think the the you know the thoughts on it is quite upper class or middle class sport so the fact that you know we're having this and it's and, and we're allowing these young people to get involved um it's it's been quite um a, a different shift in terms of a mentality into trying new sports. So I think because it's gone quite well, it, it's allowed us to now think, what else can we do? You know, what, what how can we develop it? You know, how could we want to get our coaches onto the level two so we can, you know, ev evolve from that? So I, it's been all positive, all positive, I think. And and obviously we've been we've been running it for uh, you know the whole organisation for about about ten years now. And um, it's it's changed the whole dynamics of our business because we're allowed to now offer something that not many people are doing out there, you know, that we can do that and we can say to these new schools that we're approaching, well, we do fencing. And they're like, wow, well, we want fencing. Like, how can we how can we access this? So for us, it's really changed us and, and you know, elevated our business in, in that sense as well. So such a great um, opportunity to hear it from them I mean it's so different isn't it when we're sitting in an office somewhere and we know these projects are happening and we know that people are fencing out there but then you go and you actually meet the people who are teaching and seeing it and it's it, it was brilliant and they were so enthusiastic I thought they were just brilliant and they were all like you know making each other laugh and had to go back and ask a question again and stuff but it, in the end it was just brilliant to meet them really great group yeah I think you know, when I'm I'm sitting in the office and I get all these emails coming in of people telling me what they're doing in their projects. I mean, it's great to read, but it's never quite the same as when you're down at the coalface and you really hear those stories like come to life. Um, and yeah, it's it's great. They they're a great bunch and they have some really interesting stories. I think it's really important that we take the time to hear what they're doing and how it's making a difference and what impacts they feel that's having. I mean, they had a, a, a fantastic story about um, how they're working with young people who have uh, been excluded from school and now are in um, PRUs. Um, yeah, I mean, you won't necessarily get the context just over on an email. So hearing it from the horse's mouth as it was, it's fantastic. And they've, they've talked a lot about this and we'll, we'll hear about them speaking about that PIU in a moment. And also 
it was great to meet one of the coaches um, who had actually been an apprentice. So they've gone from being involved in these youth community experiences to actually joining the workforce and starting to get this this system of um, of increasing their skills. Yeah, it's a, it's a really important part of of the model we're trying to work on with London Youth is about giving people the skills to work with fencing themselves. And Cray Wonders Community Scheme have, have got it nailed. They're really looking for opportunities to get get young people not only doing fencing, but coming through it and learning experiences so that they themselves can um, work with other young people. It's fantastic. For, for me, one of the schools where I felt um, the fencing impacted very well was um, a PRU that we work with, which is a basically a pupil referral unit. Um, and, you know, when we first pitched the idea that we're going to be bringing in sort of what looked like swords into the school, um, there was mixed, emo- mixed emotions. But when we actually saw, um, you know, the technical aspect that the, the, the young people were learning and not only that, the also um, the skill that you needed that was teaching them, it has um, it, it almost transformed the young people. In, and we've probably had them the most attentive in that sport rather than a sport that they already really know about they was actually really responding they're really engaged and for me that is when i said you know this is something we want to roll out in all of our schools so it's been really positive from the coaches all the way down to the young people that are engaging it's really good some of the terminologies they use in our our street 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 slangs and you know joker man and stabber man and all the different things i'm just kind of say you know no don't use that terminology here please it's not that and um it's trying to get them out of that mindset where you're not in the streets, but you know, we're learning a sport here. Um, it's quite interesting. And Reg obviously said it, you know, it's quite mixed emotions at the start, mm-hmm. but after probing them and getting them to do it, they kind of get it. So tell us a little something about who actually goes and works with these young people. I, I've heard you had like a, an apprentice scheme that teaches people. So how does that work? And, and who's interacting with the young people at the moment we um in the last sort of i think it's this year last year we've um we, we we're new to piloting um traineeship programs and apprenticeship programs um and part of that is that we're we're targeting um people young people that have le- left school so from 16 to 18 that um have an interest in sport um, and we've now, I think, in our organisation, the last, um, I think it's the last six months, we've had about nine trainees that have come through us and four of them have gone on to the fencing course. And what we found, we, we you know, we ha- we're in an organisation, we'll sit down and we'll say, you know, what sport are you interested in? And, you know, we'll do all I can with the po- great partners that we have, um, like London Youth, who allow us to go on to these training courses. Um, fencing has been probably the most sought after um, course for for our coaches to deliver. Um, And like I said, we engage with um, a wide spectrum of young people from nursery all the way up to, you know, um, secondary school kids who have been kicked out of mainstream school. Um, And I think the feedback from the coaches that we've heard delivering, Jason being probably one of our, um, I think he's delivered most of our our fencing sessions. Um, He said that the feedback from the young people has been nothing but but positive on there. Um, And I think it's also allowed, adding another um, another bow to our coaches um, CVs as well because um, for you to come to an organisation and leave with a fencing qualification is there's not a lot of companies and organisations that are offering that so not only has it allowed us to engage with more young people it's allowed us to attract a better level of coach um, which for us is, is is key and paramount you know because that's, that's, that's our business our faces our coaches and um, for us the fact that we're now putting on you know um, 
Ty puts out um, ads on Indeed. Um, and on there, he'll have, you know, we, we have the ability to, to put fencing. Fencing is one of the first things we put alongside football. We're a football club. So when we're there and we're, we're promoting folks, we think you're a football club. We're no, actually, we're a community club. And we, we engage with, with, with the young people. And we're kind of reactive to, to what the community is. And I think fencing has definitely been um, a positive step in, in, in our expansion as a, as a sports company. I'd say the uh, fencing course has definitely uh, helped me because um, if I was to ever do a session without it, or beforehand, I'd, it'd be a complete struggle, I reckon, to be fair. Uh, but now that I've got the course and I'm coaching fencing, definitely been life-changing for them because they've experienced something that not many experience their age. I mean, I didn't experience that. And schools that I go to, they don't even get a chance at fencing. So When I messaged you that morning, I said to you, Right, you're going to do a, a fencing qualification. What what did you think? Were you just thinking, what's he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was a bit puzzled, <laughs> to be honest. When you got on a course and you finished it, because I remember you came back, what, how was you feeling after you finished the course? I was, I'd say I'm definitely more confident. It, it's not only the course developing like fencing, it's also like developing how you run a session and the safety around it. So, yeah, but overall it's been fantastic. Really great to hear that, Ian. It was a great interview and, and great to meet them all together. Yeah, it's it's amazing being down there and hearing it all. But I think we have to understand that these things, um, it doesn't happen through British fencing alone. So a really p important part is the fact that we have that partnership with London Youth. They are the ones that kind of give us the access to such a wide and diverse range of people working together so that really that strength of that partnership has really diversified the demographic of who actually fences so it's now particularly from the work we've done in london is more girls and young women young people with disabilities and more young people from black and minority ethnic backgrounds and i think that's a real difference um, that our partnership has made to actually the the sort of the na more national demographic of who takes part in the sport Essentially, it's allowed us it's allowed us as an organisation to reach out and work with completely different new youth organisations, particularly from our sports programme perspective. So it's not it's youth organisations who would who normally don't think that sport and physical activity is for them. A particular recent example of that is we with yourselves we ran the um, art of fencing. Uh, program which was aimed at arts and cultural organizations so their passion for them was their music was their dance uh, was their steel pans that happened to be with st michael's in bren um actually they they weren't doing any form of sport and physical activity the hook for the young people is the cultural aspect we recognized that we had an opportunity through fencing which is very different no other sport would have been able to do this can, can i say um to actually allow those young people to still enjoy their passion um, to still play the steel pans, but actually to get them active in a way that was very different than just coming along to a formal sports session. There are those young people who love sport already and get it, and then there's, a, there's those young people who, um, for various reasons, whether that's stuff that they've had at school or just an experience that they've no one's found the right experience for them yet, um, that they don't think that sport and physical activity is for them. So with the fencing, it's been, you know, it's, an, it's a sport that you can do as a team, but also as an individual, you can be um, very sort of systematic in how you approach it, but you can also be really creative and bring your own flair to the table. And I think that as a sport, that's that and the partnership with yourselves has allowed that creativity to happen. Um, and that's been really exciting. The workforce side of it has been a real impact for us as well. It's actually allowed us to broaden our 
sort of CPD offer to youth workers, volunteers, coaches on the ground of a different sport and a different sort of um, string to the bow that they can then sort of bring to the table. Um, what they've got already, they've got great youth work skills. They know their community. They know how to engage young people. Now the fencing is just allowing them to be able to offer something and do that in a completely different way. But also not just get young people active, but also then tackle themes around sort of confidence, resilience, how to build relationships and particular themes, uh, you know, that we're all sort of living through at the moment around youth violence and sort of mental health and well-being. They're now developing sort of fencing projects, um, you know, to sort of, you know, tackle those themes head on, but in a way that works for young people and doesn't just feel like a lecture. But it wasn't always um, smooth sailing, was it? Yeah, it's it's always good to reminisce with John and hear the stories about the early days of when we started off the projects. I can go back five years. It's like a time machine when we were started out with two of our members in Camden, in London Borough Camden, um, and it was a pilot. It was sort of started off with one coach from local the local fencing club uh, came in with a kit bag on his back uh, into a sort of a dance studio. Uh, a group of young people sort of had been shepherded into the hall because they were told you're going to do this um as, and uh yeah and they all sort of stood on the line had no idea what to expect and then over the course of the next sort of hour or so um they got to practice they got involved in the lunge they'd got they yeah they, they had a little go at fencing um i think the feedback then and the experience for us all then was like we just weren't sure could this work um it was i think it was a new experience for the coach working in an environment which was very different to uh, a traditional fencing club and for the young people it was very different to um what they were you know usually expecting from their typical youth club night um so i think it, yeah it was a relationship based on i suppose some trepidation to start with but has really developed into um a relationship now based on sort of equal trust and now we're on an annual basis working across 20 sort of youth organizations um regularly sort of engaging with 200 to 250 young people a year and upskilling sort of you know 25 plus new sort of coaches and sort of community workers um so it's sort of started from yeah something very small and a and a pilot but has developed into a really strong relationship between an organisation like us, London Youth, who understand communities and know youth work and working with yourselves, a British fencing and, you know, a national governing body who uh, really understand this sport and want to work with us to sort of create the right experience for young people. So it's like, it sounds like there's a real sort of mix of stuff and like things that, you know, London Youth find valuable about fencing. And I mean, from British fencing's perspective, it's, it's really important to have that opportunity to go and reach lots of new young people. Can you tell us a little bit about how that, that partnership is like perceived by, by London Youth? I can categorically say the, the partnership with British Fencing is our most successful, not necessarily because of the size of it, but actually because it's based on a relationship of like equal trust um, from British Fencing, from yourself, Ian, and, and that Virginia and the team and all the sort of the guys who deliver in the workforce, all that sort of stuff. We get that real buy-in that they we as a London youth understand young people and youth work and sort of communities and vice versa we we recognize that British fencing are the experts when it comes to delivering a sport but what that's allowed us to do that trust then has developed into something where it's not just around delivering a project based on numbers and targets and that's really refreshing um you know I've, I've been in 
community sports works now over 12 years and into my 13th year and it's the amount of times that uh, sometimes we feel we're just delivering against a contract or a set target to get x amount of young people engaged without any focus on the actual quality of the work because that's what the, the funding stuff requires this is a really refreshing example of yes it's recognizing that some targets do need to be met but how we go about delivering that we can be really creative in a way that works best for young people and youth youth workers and communities and i think that's really refreshing so that's great so what what next for the partnership then where where are we going to go in the future the landscape that we operate in has definitely changed in the five years that we've worked together so we uh, it started out as a partnership focused on sport for participation and very much around you know getting inactive young people from a sedentary lifestyle into moving more. Now the landscape we operate in, that's still really important, but we also now need to use sport as a tool to develop people more holistically. So I'm really excited to be uh, you know, working with yourselves on actually co-creating with people on the ground how we can use fencing to actually improve young people's well-being, improve their employability chances, get them more connected into their communities. And I think that's that's an exciting piece of work over the next sort of 12 to 18 months that you know, we're really looking forward to working uh, with you with you on. Really fantastic to hear. And it, I really like that he was talking about the, the benefit of it, not just in the numbers. It can get We can get really bogged down in like trying to just get the right amount of people on a register. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to put together projects where you can just count heads and make sure you're doing enough but like what we really want to focus on with this project and and with our partnership with London Youth is is the value that we're adding and we're always looking for ways to try and capture that value um, and and make sure that you know what we're doing is is meaningful and impactful with the people that we work with and I think that's the thing that's coming out of this having met them and having spoken to everyone just to know and to have seen the amount of people that they're reaching and the way that they're actually impacting these young people's lives. Um, if you're an organisation listening or if you're thinking that you'd like to bring something different to young people in your area, we asked the uh, coaches, and Reggie had um, something great to say about if you're an organisation considering bringing fencing to your community. From a business standpoint, it's allowed us to, to be a little bit outside the box, you know, and um, be a little bit different. Um, but I I think the the perception of fencing to any new organisation definitely do it because it will teach the discipline side and also you can tackle areas that are obviously going on in in the country right now which is on the news and I think hiding and pretending it doesn't exist is not going to solve it I think engaging with super sports that you know are, are teaching things in a positive way and in a safe way is something we can get a message out. With, with the youth violence as well as, you know, teaching them a new sport, really, but you're offering it to, you know, working class urban urban kids. So for us, that it's been a game changer for us. And I definitely um, encourage organisations to, to definitely, you know, um, if to, to do the course, to do the course and, and start getting these sports out and educate young people and, and schools and teachers on, on the positive side of what this sport can, can do for young people.